Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and your future planning started yesterday. You need simple, easy strategies to create maximum results. This is The Scotty Show. Time to get your ducks in a row with Scott Leonardi, owner and president of Complete Solutions, Inc. As a certified financial fiduciary with 25 years in the planning industry, Scott helps educate you on how you can make the best decisions for your family and your finances and helps you get your ducks in a row for your incredible future. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Scotty Show with Scott Leonardi. I will tell you this, audience, here's the thing. I got a little little honesty here. Scott sends me some notes ahead of time every once in a while and it says, hey, this is what we're going to talk about today. And uh, then we, we come on for this recording. Scott, you sent me these notes at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what are you doing up at 3 a.m.? Listen, it's about go, 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 right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it, 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 it's just kind of crazy. You know, I, I said a crazy, uh, a crazy day yesterday. I was just running like crazy. And, and just uh, I'll tell you this quick, little, <laughs> this quick little story. You know, so, so we bought a new house and not new house. It, you know, it was built in 1988, but newer mm-hmm. for us. And we, out in the country, it a few more acres. No, need, nice. Need for that chickens, if you remember the, you know, the chicken story. Yes. Right, you know, back for, back so we bought this new house. Very excited about this new house. So we, we actually called our pastor and we asked our pastor to come over and bless our house, right? Yeah. And our pastor's awesome. Just you know, Pat and Jackie Murray, just an awesome, awesome couple. If you ever in, ever in Ohio, Dayton area, Living Word Church is a great place. Just a wonderful place, but but great, great people. So they're they're coming over to bless the house, and we're going to go to lunch, right? And so I'm pumped up and fired up. A beautiful sunny day in the morning. Everything is wonderful and great. My wife's telling my my wife's telling me, don't tell me nothing. Don't tell them nothing. That's, you're going to embarrass me on, right? Because because I always I always tell my wife. I said, listen. She, my wife says you talk too much. I said, listen. I always want to give people my two cents. She says, Scott, you never give people two cents. You always give people. A nickel right <laughs> yeah and yeah. so I, I said okay well here's your nickel baby here's your nickel baby so so i'm thinking to myself okay what can i do and we'll make sure i tell them tell the story so they they come over and we're walking through the house and that kind of stuff and and, and there, there was a couple of boxes they had to walk around i said i apologize i said those are new, those are new toilets and he goes, as my wife's starting to roll her eyes i said well, so, i said i said pastor i gotta tell you my toilet story right i said i said you know i hate when you go in the, when you go someplace or go in a house those really short toilets Right, you know yes. what I mean? They're really—it yeah. sh- feels like you're sitting on the, like twelve inches from the ground. I, I just hate that, you know. And of course, in the middle of the night, you wake up, right? Then we move to this house and these short toilets, right? So the third night we're there, I, I wake up in the middle of the night, go going go to the bathroom. I, I walk in there and go to the bathroom, and I'm kind of kind of leaning down to go to the bathroom, right? And I, you, you think you're there, but you go to plop down, and you're still six inches yeah. away from the toilet, right? Oh, no. So I slammed onto this toilet. My wife goes, "Are you okay? You okay?" She thinks I broke my hip, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking I cracked the toilet seat, right? So I hate short toilets right so I, so i'm looking i'm telling the pastor my wife's eyes are just got to roll and i said so so i went and said i'm gonna go buy me a new toilet so i go up to menards and pick out this new toilet and, and of course you go to the good to toilets you, you, it's crazy you go in the store right it, mm-hmm. it's not two toilets right there's like 63 different yeah. vari, you know varieties of these toilets right so i so i buy so i buy this toilet bring it home love the toilet so i got excited so I thought, i'm gonna go back and get get two more toilets for the other two bathrooms right well in the meantime i was talking to my son he says i hate your toilets too i, I need to pick me up too so we get there and there's only there's only four of these toilets left. <laughs> so, so I thought I'm getting all four of these toilets, right? Well, there you go. So I got a guy from Menards helping me. We load them up on two carts and we're walking back through the aisles. And these people are looking at me like, well, "What's going on with this guy?" Right? <laughs> and unfortunately, I went through the same checkout. The same lady, and she's got big eyes. She said, "Well, you have a heck of a toilet problem, no?" The guy behind me goes, well, "Yeah, you got what's going on?" I said, "Well, short toilets." He goes, "You know what? I understand enough said." That's it. So, yeah. I, so there's people out there that probably hate short toilets too. So, so yeah, that's my, no. that's my toilet. Story. I'm one of so, them. So, now all I can think about is, you know, as I get older, you know, those recliners that pick up and help you stand up. Oh yeah. 
yeah. I wonder if they'll ever make a toilet like that. <laughs> Probably yeah, a bad I idea. Tell you, I tell you what, you get older, <laughs> there you go. So I, I guess where I'm going with that story is my whole day was kind of running and crazy and excited. I was thinking my wife's going to be mad at me, but that's okay. So as I was running real late, it was like three o'clock in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. So that's why I dropped you those emails and gave you those notes. So no, I do appreciate you know, when you it. can't sleep, you know, drop a note to Eric. That's what I do. There you that's go. That's it. So. <laughs> yeah, because I'm here. I'm here. Because you're there. Red I'm Rock reading my emails on the toilet. Oh, no, no, I'm not. Okay, here it's we short go. Toilets, it's a short toilet. Short right? toilet, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know there's right. listeners out there saying, I hate short toilets, too. I know they are. I know they are. Uh, absolutely. Uh, all right. So today we're talking about don't go broke in a nursing home, right? These are the notes you sent me. And uh, this is a scary co- you know, concept to me. I'll be honest. Nursing homes, I know they're extremely expensive. And I can see where people could be really nervous about that. Yeah, a- absolutely. It, it's it is a tough topic, and I know you know we're, we're trying to you know be positive, and be excited, and learn about a concept here. But it, it, it does get kind of tough. So you know, I actually uh, co-authored a book called "Don't Go Broke in a Nursing Home" with a good friend of mine, uh, Mr. That's Don Quante. Right. So because yep. I, I really wanted to help people understand, I'm a big education is a big mantra with me. People just need to learn because in the future, guess what? You're going to have issues. We're going to get older. We're going mm-hmm. to get more frail. Things are going. To, we're going to forget some stuff. I mean, that's a reality of life. And sometimes it's scary and sad, but that's reality. So the key is we have to be positive and deal with it, and and, and do what we can do to make it all work. I mean, does that kind of make sense? Right. It, it does. My, forgive me for my ignorance, but I know that Medicare is a big deal. You know, obviously people get excited when they get to that Medicare age because that definitely will save them, you know, money from the time they stopped working to the time they can qualify for Medicare. But doesn't Medicare pay for at least most of a nursing home? Yeah, it's kind of funny you say that. See, a lot of times people uh, don't necessarily want to look about look into long-term care or figure it all out because they have some preconceived notions. You know, one of those things is well, you know, Medicare takes care of that, don't they? Or it's, you know, it's just way too expensive or I can't health qualify. So they have a lot of preconceived notions that stop them from actually learning about the concept and topic to begin with. You know, I always tell people, you know, there's five plans for long-term care. It really is five plans for long-term care. Mm-hmm. You know, the first situation is your spouse or your kids. You know, my spouse will take care of me. The kids will take care of me. Here you go. The other one's Medicare. People think, well, Medicare is going to pay for it. Or Medicaid, you know. And again, if you're in the senior realm, you think Medicare, Medicaid, Medicare, Medicaid, Medicaid is, aren't those programs for seniors? Well, no. I mean, Medicare is the health insurance program for seniors. Medicaid is for low income. It's mm-hmm. it's help with those type of situations. You know, when you when you don't have the money to pay, so it's it's but it's welfare. It's becoming a ward of the state. And of course, people think, well, I'll just use my own money, and then that's number four. And the other plan, the other is actually a strategic plan to actually pay for the care. So there's multiple plans for long term care. The key is understanding them, and and understanding which one you want to work with. That's kind of the key. All right. So let's start with number one: your spouse or your kids. Is that a good plan or not? Well, you know, before we get into that, let, let me let me say this. This is a kind of crazy thought process. You know, people, you know, seven out of ten people, statistically, seven out of ten people over the age of sixty-five will use some form of long-term care. Now, that form could be uh, home health care, which is the most popular place. If you got laid up, you had an issue, where do you want to be cared for at? Yeah, I want to be at home. in your home, you're not coming to my home, Eric. But you, your home, right? you, <laughs> your home. That's the most. So but home you got health tall toilets. Well, come on. Okay, okay exactly right. Yeah, bring bring a tall toilet. I'll let you come. <laughs> but you know, home health care is one. You know, assisted living. Uh, you know, where you just need some help. You don't mm-hmm. need the full blown nursing home, but assisted living. You know, adult daycare is becoming more and more popular. And then of course the full blown nursing home care. So seven out of ten people over the age of sixty five will statistically mm. need some type of care. Well, here's the other problem. I read this statistic about three months ago. It said six out of 10 people believe it's not going to be them. (laughs) 
that math doesn't work, <laughs> no, man. It doesn't work, all. right? Not if all. seven out of ten need it, six out of ten believe it's not going to be them. Nobody thinks it's going to be them, but guess what? It's going to be them. It's going to yeah. be them. Yeah. So we, so we, so so with that, we have this warped understanding of what caregiving means, right? Mm. I mean, sometimes people think caregiving means cooking and cleaning for each other. Well, Eric, if cooking and cleaning is caregiving, is your wife caregiving for you now? Heck yeah, and I'm doing the same yeah, thing for her. Absolutely. Caregiving for me. You're caregiving. We're caregiving for our spouses right now, if that's what caregiving means. Yeah. But see, that's not caregiving. I mean, caregiving is when you need to go pick somebody up and move them 18, 20, 30 times a day. Yeah. You know, put them wow. into the bathtub without hurting them and without hurting you and sticking them on that short toilet, but hopefully you put a long, big toilet in. Mm -hmm. you know, you're moving that through that process on a daily, consistent basis. And that is just incredibly tough. So when people think, well, we'll just take care of each other. And I'm like, oh, okay, both you, both you guys are already 65 or 66 or whatever. When do you think you're going to need the care? Mm. Well, when we get older. So when you get older, what's the chances that you're going to be able to pick up your spouse and move your spouse and not hurt them and more importantly or as importantly not hurt yourself? Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of the key. The idea that we're going to help, the spouse is going to take care of you, for you, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Now, of course, you might help a little bit, but it doesn't work, right? Mm -hmm. And, of course, the other concept is the children, right? Well, you know, I took care of my – I got five kids. Man, one of those kids hopefully statistically are going to be there to help care get for me, right? I'm hoping, right? <laughs> yeah. But what what happens in children's lives? You they know, move. we encourage our kids. Yeah, we encourage our kids to go out and get a go out and get a degree and, and yeah. go build a career and start their own family and all that kind of good stuff. And now we're going to expect them to come back and care give for us. Yeah. You know, kids are moving all over the country for jobs, uh, opportunities, different things like that. And it's difficult for them to come back and care give. Yeah, they might come back and help mow the grass. They might be local where they can can help you. But you know, I ask people who's moving in with who. You know, are you moving in with them? Are they moving in with you? What about the grandkids? How is that going to affect the grandkids? How is it going to affect your daughter's, you know, career and your job and her focus? Mm -hmm. And how is it going to affect her health? You know, we take a look at caregivers today. Caregivers' health insurance claims are going through the roof because it's beating up the caregiver because it's a physical endeavor to help caregive. Yeah. So, you know, kids caring for each other, you know, caring for the parents, is, is it doesn't really work. And I tell people, discuss it with your kids. You know, don't think they're going to care give for you, but understand the reality of that because, you know, if you tell your kids, hey, listen, I'm thinking about buying some long-term care insurance because, you know, you're not going to take care of me. What are the kids going to tell you to do? Mm. Don't buy that. I'm going to be here for you. I'll take care of you, mom. Don't worry. I'm going to take care of you. Listen, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know the reality of caregiving. So they'll help, but as, as a plan – it's not going to work. Not gonna work. Matter of fact, I even tell people, listen, if you really, if you talk to your kids and you guys all still really believe that your kids are going to care gift for you, if you really believe that, buy a home health care plan. There's a great concept called home health care insurance. It's relatively inexpensive. It's fairly easy to qualify for, and that plan will actually pay for care in the household. So now you got a plan to help your kids help you. Mm -hmm. I mean, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, Scott, I'll be, I'll be honest. Today, before this podcast, I actually went and had two MRIs done back to back, which is just, that's a lot of fun. Let me tell you. One on my right knee, one on my right shoulder. You know, I'm, I'm 47 years old. I've been very active my entire life. My dad is 83 right now and he's still six foot one. He's almost 200 pounds. And just with my shoulder the way it is, I couldn't pick him up and move him around if necessary. I'd love to be able to be there for my dad, but I wouldn't be effective as a caregiver, you know, as you're, as you're saying this, I'm just realizing that there's just no way. And as much as I would have said 10, 15, 20 years ago, yeah, dad, I'll be there for you. My body's telling me I'm not going to be able to do that. 
Yeah, you're 100 percent right, and, and yeah. you see the problem. The, the the time to start understanding this stuff is now, when there's yeah. possibly time to plan. Right. Yep. The other things people don't think about is you know you know how does it affect your kids if they're caring caregiving for you? How does it affect their relationship with their kids? How, how yeah. does it affect their job and their future, which is their retirement? Right. Yeah. yeah. How does it affect that that whole process? And the other issues too. Sometimes you'll have kids. You know, they, some people tell me, well, you know, you know, my, my my daughter Judy, she'll take care of me. She's the one. She's the one that's going to help you. Really. You're going to lay all that on Judy? Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, so, so now, now all the times you'll have a situation where one child is doing a lot of the caregiving, the other kids are out living their life. You know, they're calling on the holidays, they're stopping at Christmas, but now th that becomes a serious issue. And I've seen situations where now all of a sudden one child caregives, they are have all the burden when yeah. the parents pass away. Those kids don't talk today because there's a lot of resentment that happens with that. Yeah. So it's about a plan. It's about a call to action. It's about a plan. Okay, so, so obviously that's not a good idea. So, so yeah. Medicare. Talk to me about Medicare. What's that? What, what's that going to do for you? Well, well, Medicare, not a whole lot, right? Medicare pays a very small portion of of, of any type of a long term care situation. And here's why: there's basically two levels of care, right? And there's kind of three, but one's a stepping stone. Two levels of care: one's skilled care, mm -hmm. skilled care. The other's custodial. So, skilled care is a high acute level of care. You know, you hurt yourself, you know, Medicare rules say you have to spend three days in the hospital to even qualify for skilled care before you move on to a facility or a nursing home, right? Hmm. So you got to meet those qualifications, but skilled is designed, high level acute, get you better, get you home. Short-term mm -hmm. type stuff. You know, you broke your hip, you need to you know, use the nursing home, rehab. Had a heart attack stroke, you need to do some rehab and go home. So Medicare is great when it comes to that type of stuff. And, of course, if you have a Medicare supplement, a secondary, it's going to pay in conjunction with Medicare. But after that, that's it. Medicare gives you 20 days. If it's skilled care at 100% of the, care, the cost, great. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much, right? Mm -hmm. And then after that, there's a, a, a you can have another another 80 days if you qualify, but it's a pretty substantial Daily copay, it's you know 160 some dollars a day, putting mm -hmm. 100, 170 bucks a day in a facility that you pay your copay. So I see it all the time where at 20 days, you know, people are walking, running, or crawling out of the nursing home because they don't want to pay the 170 dollar daily copay. Yeah. So Medicare will help, but just a smidgen. Say smidgen. 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 My grandma right. used to say that. <laughs> My grandma used to say that all the time. I just love smidgen. Just a, just a smidgen, Scott. I love a smidgen. <laughs> just a mm. so, little bit for a little bit. So Medicare yeah. helps, but again, it doesn't do the job at all. And Medicaid, you you just spoke about a little bit ago as far as it's, you know, poverty line kind of thing. So yeah, does that yeah, do Medicaid, anything? Yeah, you, you got to run out of money. That, that's the key. Jeez. Now, again, there's Medicare rules and regulations in every state, but basically you got to spend down your money. And there's a certain amount of money that you can keep, but you got to be very cautious because those numbers are low and those are ever changing, right? And But you got to spend that money down before the state will actually pay. And so you got to be cautious with that. Some of these people say, well, they can't take my house. Well, you know what? The spouse living at home, generally speaking, generally speaking, can keep the home. Mm -hmm. But the problem is the state will, will want to try to get the benefits back out of that home once the person, you know, when they try to do some estate recovery, right? Yep. So they'll let us keep the house, but the spouse at home that passes away, that's an issue. So again, using up uh, that situation to qualify for Medicaid, you got to spend all your money down. And, and a lot of times people just don't want to end up a ward of the state, right? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. The fourth thing that you had said was using your own money. And I, I kind of... I'm thinking about the answer of this one, unless you're Warren Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm. Well, you know, that, that, you know, that's the key. A lot of times people, I'll just pay for myself. I've done well. I've saved up some money. I got a $600,000 401k or whatever. I'll just pay for myself. Well, people just don't understand that. Don't understand that. Yeah. I'm telling you, go to my website, duckduckplan.com, and, and I'd love to send you a free copy of my book. You know, Schedule a 15-minute call with me. Let's talk through a few of these things, and I'll send you a free copy of my book, Don't Go Broken in a Nursing Home. It talks about some of these ideas and some of these concepts, so you become educated and kind of know. You know, spending your own money, you start taking a look at the average cost. Well, in Southern Ohio, we're, we're looking at eight thousand or so, eighty-one hundred bucks in Southern Ohio. Some are less and some are more, but you times that out by twelve months, I'm mean, mm. talking ninety-five thousand dollars a year in long-term care costs. That eats up assets pretty quick. Think about writing yeah. a check for nine grand out of your savings to check out every single month. Yeah, think, think about how significant that is. That'd be painful. Very, very painful. That'd be painful. That'd be painful. You know, and people say, well, you know, the average person doesn't spend a long time in the nursing home. Well, depending on what report you read, you know, maybe the average nursing home stays like 30 months. But, you know, you develop an, a situation with memory, you know, Alzheimer's, yeah. dementia, some of those type of things, which is becoming incredibly prevalent today, right? Yep. I mean, yep. now your stay can be five plus years, five to seven years. Well, now I'm thinking about those numbers going out. So here's a key. You know, what if there's a way? What if there's a way you can reposition some of that money? Restrategize it and be able to protect it and create more dollars to pay for long-term care. What if there's a way to do that? Wouldn't you want to learn about that rather mm -hmm. than just saying, hey, I'll just spend my own money? Sounds to me like you're talking about a strategic plan. A strategic plan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's right. I, I always tell people, listen, you, you worked hard. You've been successful. You saved yeah. up that money. And, and did, did somebody give you all that? And they get mad at me. No, I worked my butt off for 50 yeah. years. So great. So you were smart. So you leveraged, right? Because here's the concept of leverage. How do you get a bunch of money? You know, one or two ways. Either somebody gives it to you as inheritance, right, which you know, no, no, not a lot of people have. But mm -hmm. the other ways you leveraged, right? You either leverage time to make money or you started a business and you leveraged some of your money or did some investing and leveraged some of your money to make more money, right? It's the concept of leveraging. Well, this is the same concept. What if we can leverage some of your assets, some of your money, and pay for long-term care? Could that mm. be a cool situation? That would be great, yeah. Absolutely right. So, so again, learning about those things is, is crucially important. Again, it leads right into the last last concept is having a strategic plan in place to help pay for that care when that happens. And sometimes people avoid it, avoid the discussion of long-term care. They don't want to look at this stuff because they and I understand long-term care can be very expensive. In the past, it's been expensive. And the issue is long-term care you, you know, used to work where you paid the premium, you know, big fat premium. You, you had it for 20 years and you never collected on that. You never went in the nursing home and some people are mad. <laughs> you should be happy. Thank the Lord you didn't end up in a nursing home. Right? Yeah. But some people are mad. Why? Well, they spent eighty, ninety, a hundred thousand bucks on their in that premium over the lifetime. They should be happy and never used it. But part of insurance is a you could spend money on insurance premium and never use it. But today, today there's strategic plans that actually, if you never use the policy, you can get all your money back. Really? Now that's kind of intriguing. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Kind of, kind of intriguing, kind of intriguing. Yep, kind of intriguing. So it's kind of an important situation. Got to learn. You got to become educated. Get my book. Don't yep. go broke in a nursing home. Spend 15 minutes on the phone with me. I'll ask you a few questions. I'll send you out the book and a couple other pieces just to kind of look at. Uh, no obligation, but just learn more, man. Learn more. Yeah, absolutely.
All right, so it's obviously strategic planning is is the best bet, right? That's that's what people need to be doing, and that's why they need to be looking at the book and getting educated and having that conversation with you. Uh, but I do have a couple questions real quick on on what's part of that strategic plan. You mentioned Medicare supplement supplemental plans earlier. I don't exactly understand those. I know there's group retiree plans that are out there, and also like my father, he's a veteran. So what about VA? Is that is are any of those part of a strategic plan? Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up also. You know, you know, Medicare supplements, there's a couple different kind of Medicare supplements out there, but the, again, Medicare supplement, the nature of a supplement is to supplement something, right? So a Medicare supplement supplements Medicare. So here's the deal. If Medicare doesn't approve it or pay for it, your supplement's oh, okay. not going to pay for it all at all either. So again, Medicare pays very little. So your Medicare supplements, I don't care if it's a, whether it's a traditional Medicare supplement, a Medicare Advantage, a, a Medicare retiree group plan, if you retired from, you know, the federal government or, you know, one of the automakers or whatever, those retiree group plans are going to pay in conjunction with Medicare and that's it. So nobody's, mm -hmm. which is all skilled care, right? Skilled care. Skilled care is at high acute level of care. The problem with all this long-term care stuff, it falls into that second category of care, which is custodial. Well, custodials, when you're having a problem with what we call ADLs, activities of daily living, which is dressing and bathing and toileting and transferring, moving from here to here, right? That's the stuff we do every single day and we take for granted until we can't do it no more. See, that's the custodial care and nobody pays for that unless you have a strategic plan that you're paying an extra premium for uh, and that's going to cover that specific area of care. So it's, it's kind of important to understand those, those wonderful retiree group plans could be great for your health, but they're not going to help you when it comes to long-term care. And sometimes people don't believe me. So I say, listen, get your benefits book out because it'll say in there, it'll, it'll either say, hey, we only pay for skilled care, mm -hmm. which is high acute level short, or it'll say we don't pay for custodial. Same thing, just said two different ways. Got it. Right? Okay. And, and, I'm, and I'm glad you brought up, brought up the veteran. I'm, you know, I, your dad was a veteran, and man, I really appreciate veterans. My, my my dad was a veteran too, and you know, I'm so grateful for the veterans. I mean, they, they give us the ability to get out there and help people and share. And we wouldn't be mm -hmm. doing any of this without our wonderful veterans, that's for sure. But the veterans have also some very cool benefits, health and drug benefits. But specifically, they have what's called an aid and attendance benefit. Now, this mm -hmm. aid and attendance benefit is a benefit that can actually help pay for some long-term care costs, which is kind of neat. So if you're a veteran and you served in a, during an act, active conflict, you could possibly qualify for that aid attendance benefit. Now, again, if you get my book, uh, I talk about some stuff in, the, in that, and there's some different reasons and how-tos. Uh, how Don't have time to talk about that today, but that is absolutely a way to be able to consider and say, hey, listen, this might help us with our care, the aid attendance benefit. All right. I'm definitely going to make sure we get the book for my dad yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. So, in fact, just one more time for the audience. How do they get that book? So you just go onto my website, duckduckplan.com, duckduckplan.com, and you can actually book a 15-minute call with me right from that website. I'm going to ask you a few questions because what I'd like to do is I'd like to send you the book, but there's a couple other pieces I can kind of tailor to to send it to you also. Mm. Uh, and I'm happy to send that to you at no cost so you become, you know, get, learn the educational process. Uh, and then if we, if we need to talk about some product specifics and that kind of stuff, we can kind of surely do it after that. But, you know, when, when it boils down to it, there's, there's basically just two ways to, you know, Cover long-term care. Either, either A, you know, you reposition some valuable, uh, some vulnerable assets, mm -hmm. again, a strategic concept to create more benefits, or you be sure that we try to guarantee our future income. Because if you don't have a plan in action, guess what's going to happen? You're going to need yeah. more income. In the future, you're always going to need more income, but especially when it comes to health care, you're going to need more income. So figuring this out is important. And, and, it's, and you know, we talked about Sometimes people think, well, there's not much, you know, we don't have very, very long stays in the nursing home. You look at statistical averages. You know, sometimes, Eric, 
I tell people sometimes the short stays scare me worse than the long stays. Because mm. think about this. Somebody's in the nursing home. They fall and break their hip. You know, They get their Medicare days, their supplement days, and that's it. They're done. But they still need more care. They just aren't healing fast enough, that kind of stuff. And then guess what? Maybe they're in a nursing home for six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve months mm. at eight grand a month. Yeah. You know, eight grand a month times 10 months, 80 grand. You pull out that 80 grand out of your retirement savings and you don't have a very big retirement savings to begin with. Sometimes that short stay is more devastating than the long stays. I mean, realistically, mm -hmm. the long stays, you're going to end up on Medicaid sooner or later anyways, unless, again, you have a monster size estate. Yeah. So, yeah. again, it, it, becoming educated is actually the absolutely crucial element to this concept today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Scott, again, thank you so much for the information. Thank you for the resources that people can reach out to you, get. And I, I just, I enjoy spending time with you just like this. This is great. Thank well, you so much. This is, this is great. I know this was a tough, heavy, heavy, heavy topic, and it's kind of hard to talk about, but let's just finish up on a, on a little bit of a, of a lighter note. And this is a reality, right? So there was this elderly couple who noticed that, you know, started getting old. They just started forgetting stuff, right? So they decided they were going to go to the doctor and talk to the doctor and, and find out what they should do. Well, the doctor said, listen, just start writing stuff down. Everybody goes through this. We forget stuff. It's just going to happen. So when they went home, the old lady said to the husband, say, listen, you're, you're right. We need to write this stuff down. But guess what? Can you go in the, in the kitchen and get me a bowl of ice cream? So the, guy, the husband said, okay, I'll, go, I'll get you some ice cream. I, and so the lady says, listen, you better write that down. Remember what the doctor said? You better write that down. He said, no, 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 no. I can remember. I, 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 I remember. You want a bowl of ice cream? She said, well, yeah, but I want a bowl of ice cream, but I want, I want some whipped cream on it. So write that down. He, I'll remember. I'll remember. Also, I want a cherry on top of that. Write that down. Write that down. He goes, I'll remember. I'll remember. So all of a sudden, she, she said, oh, whatever, whatever, right? So the, the guy goes into the uh, kitchen to get his wife a bowl of ice cream, right? With whipped cream and a cherry on top. And she didn't write anything down. So, so he comes back. After like 25, 30 minutes, he finally comes back. She's wondering what the heck's going on. And uh, she told her, you know, she, she said, hey, listen, you know, where, where, where's my ice cream? What's going on? Said, did, you get, did you get it? And he said, well, well what, what do you mean? I, I worked it. I, I was in the kitchen for about 20 minutes. I got the stuff ready for it. And, and he hands her a plate of bacon and eggs. And, and, and the old wife says, looks at the plate and stares at it for a minute and says, Where, where's the toast? <laughs> but I'm bummed, right? yeah. So my point is, listen, we're, we're all going to deal with this. We're all going to forget some things we have to deal with in life. Be positive, be focused, plan the best you possibly can. And remember today is the first day of the rest of your life, man. Live life like it's your job. Yeah. Thanks for coming by today, Eric. Appreciate the talk conversation. Heck yeah, thank you. And of course, our last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thanks for tuning in and listening to The Scotty Show with Scott Leonardi. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Scott comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Complete Solutions, this is Eric Johnson reminding you it's time to get your ducks in a row. Thank you for listening to The Scotty Show. Remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Live life like it's your job. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Complete Solutions, Inc. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice, tax advice, or legal advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.